Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. At 12-8, the final score. Royals lose to the Oakland Athletics. In game one of this three-game series, and quite frankly, get outplayed by the Oakland Athletics. The same Oakland team that I've heard from quite a few of you that we were going to get right against. And maybe they will. Maybe the Royals take game two tomorrow night with Brady Singer on the mound and finish it off on Sunday with Ryan Yarbrough. Maybe, maybe they do. If they don't, it will be their eighth straight series loss which will match a franchise record for futility oh Vern our schedule's really about to lighten up oh April was a gauntlet ah just wait until May rolls around and we see Oakland and Chicago and Detroit out pitched out hit out defended I've heard national talking heads speak about this Oakland team as if they're the worst team in history, maybe the worst pitching staff in history. I don't know how many times tonight I sat here in the press box and looked at whoever would listen to me and said, Oakland looks like one of the best defensive teams we've seen all season. They were making plays out there. Royals got outmanned in every single facet. Start to finish. I mean, right out of the gates. An error, a wild pitch, back-to-back singles, followed by a walk. Let me give you the phone number, 913 586 that's 913-586-7610. Royals fall behind 5 nothing. Down 5 heading to the bottom of the 4th inning. Sure, they battled back. Yeah, Nick Prado, look, there are positives to take away from this game. There are positives in every single baseball game. It's baseball. There's always something good. There's always something bad. I don't care what the final score says. Now, don't get me wrong. The negatives far outweigh the positives. Royals are now 8-25. and 25. We haven't even reached the quarter pole of the season, ladies and gentlemen, and it's been a wrap for 2023. Following tonight's 12-8 loss to Oakland. The Royals are only one game in front of the Athletics. Staving off Oakland for the moniker of worst team in Major League Baseball. And what's really frustrating is Oakland is embracing it. The A's don't care about their fans, their city, I don't know what that franchise cares about, honestly. I know the Royals organization cares about the fans in the city, and yet you're one game better than an organization that has completely punted on the season, on what a you know the, the past half decade. Oakland's just making money. It's just a cash register to to whoever's in charge out there and you're only a game clear of them 
I honestly thought about opening up this show tonight by encouraging you to listen to yesterday's postgame show and then go into commercial break. Because it's a very similar game tonight than the one we saw yesterday. Royals lose yesterday 13 to 10. And today they lose 12 to 8. Yesterday, by my count, they gave away a free 90 feet 22 times. Now that's about, what, uh, five and a half runs? 22 times you give away 90 feet? Yeah, that's five and a half runs. And you lost by three. By my count, the Royals tonight gave away a free 90 feet 14 times. Three and a half runs, lose by four. Meaning, tally it up, over the past 48 hours, the Royals have given away 90 feet a staggering 36 times. Divide that by four. Ladies and gentlemen, that's nine runs. Nine runs handed over to the opposition. We all know this team isn't good enough to do that. No team in the history of baseball has been good enough to overcome that. It's a talent thing. It's a discipline thing. It's a everyone is accountable thing. 913-586-7610 is our phone number. That's 913-586-7610. Let's start off right here in Kansas City. Will you're hitting leadoff tonight following a 12-8 loss to the Oakland Athletics. Go ahead, Will. Hey, Vern. Will here. Thanks for taking my call, as always. First off, i got to say I'm pretty upset after this one. With all the exciting things happening here in Kansas City, this organization is an absolute embarrassment to the city. I knew we weren't going to be competitive this year, but, I mean, this is absolutely unacceptable. And I'm really afraid all this losing is going to start to sour some of the young guys on how truly great of a baseball town this place can be when they actually give us something to cheer for. And you know what, Vern? Why can't we get angry at this current regime? Piccolo's been in it for 16 years. And don't get me started on Paul Gibson, head of pitching development. He's been there 13, and he hasn't developed squat. We just gave up 12 runs to the Oakland A's. We just dribbled down our leg against what I'm now calling the second worst team in baseball. I invest my harder money and my most valuable resource, my time into this team that continues to kick me when I'm down. At least they're throwing us a bone with a low cane celebration tomorrow. So I'll see you out there, Vern. Go Royals. Thanks for taking my call. <laughs> oh, you're a good man, Will. That's a fantastic phone call. How about that dismount? See you at the ballpark tomorrow, Will. Yeah, listen, I'm never going to tell someone how to or not to spend their money. But yeah, I have a difficult time telling Lorenzo Kane no. Now I can't afford the what $20 ticket that it would take to get in to, to watch that highlight reel, to hear those stories from Ned Yost and Salvador Perez and Lo Kane tomorrow. Yeah, I, I think you need to be here, but hey, they're 8-25, and 25, and if you're sick of getting punched in the gut or slapped in the face or however this season has felt for you, I... I I totally understand. Will, way to get us started, man. Terrific phone call. Let's stay in Kansas City. Patrick, you're next up on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, how's it going, man? Um, Thanks for taking my call. I kind of want to bounce off on what Will was saying. I mean, this organization is just an absolute embarrassment. And, you know, I was at the game tonight, and how do we give up 12 runs to the Oakland Athletics? I mean, we're talking about an organization that's struggling, and right now, I mean, we're trying to build a new stadium. With all that money, we should be putting it into a ball club, man. I mean, I don't even know what to say after watching that performance. I am just absolutely embarrassed to be a Kansas City Royal fan. Patrick, thanks for the phone call. Look, guys, I'm, I have nothing to add to what you're saying because uh, normally I would either push back or we would have a conversation, but shoot, man, if you're in the building – Will was here. Patrick was here. You paid your hard-earned money, man. You can say whatever you want. Floor is yours. 913-586-7610. That is the phone number. 
913-586-7610. How do you give up 12 runs to the Oakland Athletics? By giving them free base runners left and right. Right, I already mentioned the seven walks, uh, two errors, two stolen bases allowed, two wild pitches. Now, one of those errors, multiple base runners advanced 90 feet. Lead-off man on in the first, second, third, fifth, eighth. Lead-off man comes around to score in the first, third, fifth, and eighth. By pitching poorly, that's how you allow 12 runs and 17 hits. A season-high 17 hits to this team. And, and and my apologies to the Oakland Athletics. I, I, I certainly do not intend to have that negative tone when I speak your franchise's name. Lord knows I'm in no position to look down my nose at anyone. 913-586-7610, Royals have lost seven of their last nine. Let's go to Raj from the Ozarks. Raj, go ahead, buddy. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, love your show. I always hate to call after a loss because I don't like to be negative a lot. But, you know, a lot of people down here listen to you. There was a guy on the Lake of the Ozarks in his blue royal shirt with the white letters across. And he said, you know, and he came right by me in the boat the other day. He said, you know, 2015 wasn't that long ago. I said, boy, you got that right. I said, this is tough. And he goes, yeah, I'm still going to listen, though. So, I want the Royals organization to know how many people down here listen on the AM radio or the Odyssey is just great because you can listen in the boat now. Nice. But it's preparation. I, I, I just don't know how you go through a whole off season, and I'm not even talking about starters for next year. How do you go through a whole off season and come in with this? You know, in March – we take the first two warm weeks of the year before the leaves bud out, the ticks come out, the poison ivy comes out, and we cut, cut all our firewood for next year. J.J. Right. and Paul Gibson, we, if, you, if you were down here in the Ozarks, good God, man, you'd never make it. You'd freeze to death and die the way you guys prepare. So start looking ahead. Please start looking for starters for next year. My gosh, I don't even know how we're going to make it through this year without a five-gallon bucket of duct tape and bailing wire. I'm with you. And I love your show, and I love listening to the other guys' views when they call in. But, man, I don't even know how we're going to get through this year. I'm with you. I, I so don't know talk either. to you later, Vern. Yeah, Raj, thanks for the phone call. And I asked the question, and I, and I mean it respectfully because, well, honestly, I don't think there's been a bigger Brad Keller a fan slash supporter in this town since he made his debut back in 2018. This guy has started opening day for this organization twice. Dealt with a lot of losing. Sure, has been the reason for plenty of losses in his own right. But Brad Keller's always handled it with class. He's been a quality clubhouse guy. He takes the ball every fifth day. So in no I mean no disrespect, but I asked the question earlier today on the On Deck Show. Baseball-wise, organizationally, does Brad Keller still matter? Like I, I, I don't know if it's possible for him to save his trade value. Now here, here are Keller's statistics. He's thrown 34 and two-thirds innings allowed 35 hits, so a hit in inning. He's issued 28 walks to just 25 strikeouts. Nobody in baseball walks 
more hitters than Brad Keller. You're not getting anything for that at the deadline. And he's a free agent after this season. The only reason why I think Brad Keller still matters in the grand scheme of things is what Raj mentions. If not him, who is pitching for this team next year? What is that rotation? Singer, Lyles, Lynch, Heasley, Zerpa? I I, I don't know. And as far as how they're going to get through this year, boy. Rest up, Daniel Lynch. We'll see you Sunday in Omaha. Make your second rehab assignment. Maybe make one more start in AAA before returning. Need you to stay healthy, big fella. Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't know how you keep running a guy out there that's given up on average about two base runners every single inning. You know, Zach Greinke, you, you, you hope for the Greinke special, and, and he's delivered more times than not the five innings and a chance to win. He's he's given you those Greinke classics. I have faith that Singer will right the ship. Uh, but yeah, Ryan Yarbrough, Jordan Lyles. I, the schedule says you got to play 162 games. Nine innings and every one of those 162, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know how they're going to make it through. But honestly, I've, I've said something similar. Uh, we've thought something similar each of the past two seasons. You know, as we sit here with 129 games to go, <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, what, 17 games below 500? I, I, I don't know. And yeah, I I do worry about those young hitters starting to either not embrace losing, but get comfortable losing. I've seen that happen to way too many guys that have come through this organization where you show up to the ballpark not expecting to lose, but not expecting to win. That's, That's a scary proposition. That's a dangerous spot to find yourself in as a clubhouse. And if it's not that, if it's not, hey, we're showing up to the ballpark not expecting to lose but not expecting to win, if it's not that avenue that makes me fearful, it's the the Casey emblem, the Royals across the chest, that that becomes, in their mind, synonymous with losing, and we got to get out of here because this place is aimless. The kind of thought process that Eric Hosmer and Mike Moustakis never bought into. Because they won throughout the minor leagues. And, you know, whatever happened in the early 2000s has nothing to do with me. Haas and Moose never understood when we'd be like, hey, you guys haven't won in 30 years. I'd be like, what are you talking about? We won a couple of years ago in double (laughs) A. What do you mean we haven't won in years? You don't want that loser mentality to seep into that clubhouse and seep into the minds of these winners. Vinny is a winner. Bobby is a winner. Nick Prado had a nice night. Man, that swing he put on that two-run blast in the fourth inning. I thought that was going to carry to the wall but end up in the center fielder's glove. Nope. (laughs) Nope, a gorgeous swing on a 1-2 fastball. He belts that bad boy to just left of center field. 422 feet for his first home run of the season. Yeah, yeah, there were positives. Nick Prado, two for four with three runs scored. Vinny Pasquantino, who does what all great hitters do, and that is never give away a plate appearance. I'll always remember George Brett telling a story about Joe Maurer. Ninth inning, twins are down by eight runs, and Maurer, a seven-pitch battle with the pitcher, and he goes the opposite field for a one-out single and a blowout. And George says to someone that he's sharing the dugout with, that's why that guy hits 300 every single season because he never gives away in that bat. That's Vinny Pasquantino. Vinny with a sack fly, a walk, a run scored, and a leadoff single in the ninth inning. Michael Garcia. Uh, Sure, he left a little to be desired out there defensively at shortstop, making his first start this season at the big league level at short. But offensively, I love the kid's opposite field approach. He's got some just natural power. 
Very happy with what I've seen from Michael Garcia. I think we all are happy with what we've seen. He goes one for three tonight, an opposite field single. Comes around to score in the fifth and knocks in another run in the sixth, courtesy of a sacrifice fly. Thanks for the phone call. Opens up a line for you, 913-586-7610. Let's head back to Kansas City and talk with Jake. You're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead, Jake. Hi there. How you doing? All right. Man, I got a lot to say about the Royals, if I'm being honest. First off, what is with our prospect development? I mean, you know, most teams, they 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 manage after a few years to – to develop these guys, but wow, we just, I'm sorry, but Bobby Wood Jr., second year on, he is not looking any more disciplined at the plate. Um, let's see, MJ Melendez, why did he go from walking a lot more, or walking, he, walk, he walked at a decent rate last year, now he's just striking out all over the place. It's like we're moving backwards, and the organizational strategy here, you know, why do we go out and sign a guy like Jordan Lyles? I get that he's supposed to be an innings eater, but, you know, he's a little bit lackluster where that's concerned. He's only going about five innings per game, it feels like. You know? I think he's top and ten we're in the American pay him $7 million. League. Okay, go ahead. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so? not great. I mean, his ERA is garbage, but, yeah, yeah he is eating innings. Now, he's still, they're still not even quality innings. I just right, don't feel right, the need right. to pay him, what is it, 14 or 17 or $7 million a year for the next two years? Feels like we're just getting into bed with another Hunter Dozier here. Speaking of which, Hunter Dozier, what a guy. Wow. This organization, they just, oh, they blow me away with how, how with how mindless they can be sometimes, you know? it. And I'm worried, you know, to be honest with you, because you mentioned that just a few minutes ago, at some point, you know, the fans are going to say we, we, it has to get done soon. We have to get we have to get funding for this new stadium at some point, or else, uh, you know, in a couple of years, if it doesn't ha- if it doesn't happen, they're going to say, all right, we'll go look elsewhere for it, you know, because the fans right now, I don't if, think if you go happen. down if you go downtown and you ask around, people are not happy about having to foot the bill for this stadium. I agree. You know? Yep, you're right. And eventually, yeah, they might end up saying, you know, if you don't want to pay for it, then we're just going to go somewhere else. They are currently, the way that this organization is being run, and I get it, it's Matt Quattro's first year. You know, we got to give him a little bit of time. It's mm-hmm. most of these guys' second year. Mm-hmm. But right now, we just we, we got to right the ship fast. I know it's not fair to put all that pressure on these guys, in their first or second year, but we got to write the shit fast. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and, and Jake, great call. Uh, we're not the ones that put them in that position where they need to turn it around in their second year. That was the organization that said from the outset that this is an evaluation season. It it, it, it never really felt like it was about wins and losses, uh, but, but just like it bit them in years previous when they said, all right, 2018 starting pitchers, Singer, Bubich, Lynch, Heasley, uh, lead us in 2021, lead us in 2022, and it led to the basement of the American League Central. And now they're asking this offense, in my opinion, the only way the Royals were going to contend this year or compete, in my opinion, was if they were led by their offense. Led by MJ and Bobby and Vinny and Salvi, those guys needed to pace the way and along the way get some help from Massey, from Waters, from Prado, from Isbell, from the other uh, young or, or rookie or second year guys that were evaluating. Uh, but but listen, Jake, uh, make you make good points. Uh, the only thing I'll, I'll disagree with is, well, I don't know if I really want to stick my neck out there like that, but maybe I'm being duped. Uh, but but, but, I, but I've, I've heard and seen nothing from John Sherman or this ownership group that makes me believe that even for a moment they would consider taking the Royals from Kansas City. I have less than 1% concern of that happening. I mean, you can say whatever you want, really, about this organization, top to bottom. But you know, I've I've never been paid a dime by them, so I have no reason to stick my neck out or put my name on the line. But I I really do believe they care about Kansas City. They do care about Royals fans. Um, but you know that, and five dollars will get you a cup of coffee. Right? Isn't that what it's about? It costs about five bucks now if you want a good cup of coffee. 
Did anyone else notice when MJ Melendez, maybe I'm being unfair here, third inning, Royals are down 4 nothing. man on third with two outs, MJ swings at the first pitch and hits it hard, but right at the first baseman uh, for a three un- unassisted play, and MJ just kind of stood there with his shoulders kind of hanging Just awful body language in the third, almost like he was just up there pouting. I did not care for that. MJ, bro, we got got way too much on your shoulder. The expectations are way too high for you. Uh, Not that that I'm asking him to be a leader. No, Salvi's a leader. Vinny Pasquantino's a leader. Matt Duffy's a leader. Uh, Nicky Lopez can be a leader. I'm not asking MJ to lead, but man, I, I, you, you can't be on a big league diamond with that kind of body language. Can't have it. Thanks for the phone call, Jake. 913-586-7610. To go back to what Raj in the Ozark said earlier, he mentioned the Odyssey app. Yeah, if you guys are unfamiliar, uh, you can listen to Royals games right there on your phone, your tablet, or your smart speaker. By utilizing the Odyssey app. it's As long as you're in the 610 Sports Radio listening area, you can listen to Royals games right there on your phone. And then, of course, you can always find the post-game show podcast under the uh, All Things Vern page. Again, uh, 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. 913-586-7610 is our phone number. Let's go to John in Raytown. You're next up on the post-game show as the Royals lose game one to Oakland by a final count of 12-8. to Go ahead, John. What's up, buddy? Love the show. Long-time listener. Only uh, probably second or third-time caller. I'll take um, it. I mean, I, I get the disappointment. I really do get the disappointment. But, I mean, if we think about 14 and 15, you know, how long did those boys have together? You know, they were together for a Two long a time years. before yeah. they got it going, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I, I just, I don't, I know there's disappointing and, and upsetting um, statistics of, of all these games, but I just, I don't have the the willpower to give up on these boys. Um, they're hitting, they're keeping the line moving. I know the pitching sucks sometimes, but when the pitching is off, you know, the hitting's on. When the hitting's off, the, the pitching's on. But just let's, as a town, let's give these boys some love. You know, that's, that's what they want. I believe it was, uh, I believe it was Vinny that said the other night on, on the post game, you know, he's, he, he wants us to be out there. He wants us at the park. You know, if we're not there, they're not happy. They're not satisfied. And they know why we're not there. They want to do that for us. And to see these boys to keep the line moving, like we did in 14 and 15, that got us that run. I just, I cannot, I, I just can't hate on them. I just can't. Um, I know we got ups and downs, but I mean, like I said, how many, how year, how many years did those boys have together in fourteen, fifteen? Like four years, right? Uh, uh, Ned Yost always says it, it takes two and a half years before you become the player you're going to be. Those guys uh, had their first full season in 2012, so yeah, yeah, t- two and a half years before it it locked into gear for that group. Yeah, so I, I just, I just, I, I cannot, I, I just can't. I, I love these boys. Um, I can see, I can see the passion burn. I can see it. It's gonna oh. come. It is gonna come. I can see it, no doubt. Um, I just, I just, I, I can't. Um, you know, I know the ups and downs, but I just, I, I just want to congratulate them on just keeping going. And and they're they are turning around their hitting, you know. But we've got to also, you know, as we talked about at the beginning of the year, the pitching was good, but we weren't hitting. Well, now we're hitting and the pitching ain't good. So we just, I just wanted to hold together and be strong. I, I see good things in them and I, I appreciate the phone call, Burn. Hey, I appreciate uh, you, you waiting on hold and you delivering that message. I don't know who you work with, um, who you interact with, but whoever's trying to pressure you into hating on these guys, don't fall for it, man. Keep that attitude. That's the that's the best way to go about it, not only as a baseball fan, but in life, man. Keep that positive disposition. It's going to take you far. Royals lose 12-8. to 8. Quick timeout. We're back with more after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. 
Vern here to remind you Royals fans that one hour before first pitch every game day, I give you a chance to win a pair of tickets on the new trivia game, It's the Pitch Clock. You can hear that, the on-deck show, every Royals game, and every post-game show on your phone, tablet, or smart speaker with the Odyssey app. And if you ever miss a show, just check out the podcast, All Things Vern. I join Fesco in the morning, Mondays at 8 a.m., Cody and Gold, Wednesdays at 12.30, and every Friday with CDOT on the drive. Your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City is 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Vern's post-game show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Prado swings and lifts it to center field, deep, back goes Ruiz, still back to the wall, gone into the second row. Nick Prado, it's a home run to center field to put the Royals on the board, it is now 5-2 Oakland leading. Oakland would go on to win 12-8. Nick Prado did his part to help the boys mount a comeback. Prado has now hit safely in five of his seven games since being recalled from Omaha a week ago. Prado tonight, two for four, scored three runs. Two-run home run, a leadoff single in the sixth, and a one-out walk in the seventh. Prado hitting 407 since being recalled just a week ago. Uh, we'll head inside the Royals Clubhouse and hear from the first baseman in just a moment. But first, I want to hear from Jackson, who's calling us from Olathe. Jackson, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? Hey, good. How are you? All right, man. All right. This is from the bottom of my heart. I'm a diehard Kansas City fan, true and blue. And, uh, well, I think Nick Prado done his part, obviously, the defense by him wasn't outstanding but i think salvi picked up uh the defense on a few wild pitches as the game yeah. went on and obviously that kind of sparked a plug and uh proud of nick prado i like seeing him in the lineup and obviously uh only game i've been to this year isbell and lopez and wits out but uh it's not too far into the season i think we still have time to improve and develop and that's really all i got well, it's a really good point. Uh, thanks for the phone call. A really good point pertaining to Salvador Perez, who was responsible for two of Brad Keller's first seven outs. Keep in mind, Keller only went four and a third. He gave up six earned runs on 11 hits, walked four, punched out only one. Uh, Salvi nabbed uh, Brent Rooker trying to steal second in the first. And then picked off J.J. Blade, which is just fun to say. That rhymed, too. Uh, picked off J.J. Blade in the third inning. Uh, there were at least three or four moments tonight where I would turn to Annie Rogers of MLB.com and say, I don't know how Salby does it. He's getting dirt in his eye. People are hitting him with baseball bats. He's taking foul balls off the neck. The franchise he plays for is more than 100 games below 500 since he battled back from Tommy John surgery. The dude is just a gamer. Now, I am quick to acknowledge that Salvi also has a different voice in his head. Well, he's always had a different, he's always you know, marched to the beat of a different drum. He's always had a unique level of energy but now he has that voice of Johnny Bench and Yadi Molina and Roy Campanella and Yogi Berra and Ted Simmons and Gary Carter all the great catchers in baseball history saying you can join us you can find yourself inside of Cooperstown in the National Baseball Hall of Fame. So, sure, when things get tough and other people inside that clubhouse are struggling for motivation, yeah, Salvi can tap into that Cooperstown voice that is bouncing around inside his head, I'm sure. Salvi tonight, one for five, a two-out single in the fourth, and he would come around to score the Royals' first run of the game. 913-586-7610, that's the phone number. We'll get back to your thoughts in just a moment, but as promised, Nick Prado speaking with the media, courtesy of Bally Sports, Kansas City. It's coming together. Uh, just working really hard with Zoom and Keone to just keep some consistency and really just keep the, the just 
feeling good in the box and just maintaining certain things. What was your approach in that, with that at bat for that, the home run there? Just looking for something in the heart of the plate. He made a mistake with two strikes, and I was able to put barrel on it. Have you gotten more comfortable? You know, obviously, you got one last week. You got more comfortable day in, day out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for, at first, I mean, you want to come in and get comfortable, get hot, get your feet on the ground. And uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's just hard when the team's not performing as as well as we, we know we can. But um, as far as, like, my end, I'm, I'm here. I'm ready to, to contribute, and um, it's all going to come together here soon. Nick Prado, one of two Royals with multiple hits tonight. The other, Hunter Dozier. Dozier reaches base four times tonight. A leadoff double in the third, a two-out walk in the fourth, a walk in the sixth, and a two-out, two-run triple in the seventh, his first triple of the season. Hunter Dozier, two for two, with a pair of runs driven in. Let's head back to Olathe, talk with Steve. You're on 610 Sports Radio. Steve, thanks for the phone call. Hey, Vernon, what's going on, man? Too much, bud. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't blame the players here. They're just doing what the idiot pitching coaches are telling them to do to groove it down the middle. I read an article at the beginning of the year that that our dumb our, our dumb metrics people are telling them are telling the starters just to groove it down there and try not to try not to use too many pitches. So so there's your problem. Let's just start. Let's just start with the. Uh, with dumb strategy, I mean, I'm I'm kind of rooting rooting for these guys because the more we lose, the more we don't get a, a downtown ballpark that nobody wants. So I think these guys are doing a service to us. Actually, I, I think they're doing a fantastic service. It's almost getting to the point where, uh, Vern, what do you think about the reverse strike that the Oakland A's were talking about? Like uh, the Royals, the fans, we could fill the Wednesday crowd with about. You know that no one usually goes to. We'll, we'll fill the fill the K to voice our opposition to this this uh, suicidal downtown ballpark. Uh, oh do, you, do you think that would send a message that what they're doing is wrong? That if we have forty thousand on a Wednesday on a Wednesday afternoon and in, in the middle of August or something? I mean, well, Steve, that, my question would be: Is a, how are those forty thousand people getting into the stadium? Well, it, it, it's called a reverse strike. It's a two by four to the head of the. So they buy tickets idiots. though, and then come in. Well, yeah, and that that would show how many people are opposed to. Uh, if we had a roof on Coffin Stadium, we wouldn't have any of these. If we would have, the Jackson County taxpayers would have voted a roof. We wouldn't have any of these problems. But we're we're so suicidally dumb to take a hundred hundred and ten lost ball club and try and move it to a new downtown stadium. You are looking down the barrel of, of getting moved out to San Antonio, so so we need to nip this right in the bud. And thank God, thank God, these boys are, are are trying their hardest, and maybe they're losing, but they're they're winning for us at the same time. Uh, and let's let's blame the coaches, not the players. Let's blame the idiot pitching coach first. Okay, all right, yeah, you're very dramatic, but I appreciate the phone call. Thank you, Steve. Uh, yeah, Steve, I just don't know what country you live in, man. If if you really think this downtown ballpark ain't happening, I don't know what you're... Uh, just, where are all these billionaires that don't get whatever they want? Show me. I guess Mark Cuban wanted a baseball team and didn't get one, so, so yeah. Um... Just a little dramatic, though, right? A su- suicidal, I think is what... All right, let's go to Shawnee and talk with Vicky. You're on 610 Sports Radio as your boys in blue drop game one to Oakland, Vicky, by a final count of 12 to 8. Go ahead. Yes. couple of points to make. The boys are doing as best as they can do with what little Sherman has not done for them. Sherman doesn't care. He's only interested in revenue. And they sat on their butts because the last guy a few times ago said, what did they do in the offseason? They were supposed to get five winning pitchers. The pitching staff needs to be fired. And John Sherman needs to spend money till he's broke. Till he's broke, okay? To get some pitchers in here, a pitching staff that tells those pitchers 
how to win by pitching correctly and not losing a game. Sherman needs to buy five pitchers. They sat on their butt for all those months, not even scouting for a pitcher. Do you realize they have did that? They don't care. They're only interested in revenue. Now get some pitchers in there. Five pitchers. Till till Sherman goes broke and scratch the stadium. I am sick and tired of Sherman and Bacolo sitting on their butt for nine months not bringing in pitchers at a pitching staff that's ace number one. What is wrong with them? It is their fault that they're not doing well because they weren't doing their job, right? Am I right? Am I right? Okay, well, I, 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 you were rolling. I, I didn't know if you really have no They sat on their butts for nine months and didn't no, get pictures well, because Sherman does not want to spend money. And the only way you get pictures is go and buy some. I you don't have to trade. Go and buy some. You're right. They didn't even scout for pitchers. Well, they did scout. I mean, they, they did scout no, they and didn't. they did bring in some pitchers, but yeah, certainly not the type of pitching that we wanted. The pitching coaches are giving them the wrong information. Oh, don't, why why do we fired. do that, Vicky? Thanks for the phone call. Why do we do that? That's now back-to-back callers. We want to blame the coaching. Didn't we spend all last season doing that? We want new coaches again? Really? Come on. Now for, a, for a fan base that's always clamoring for accountability, boy, you guys sure do bend over backwards to blame anybody but the players. Thanks for the phone call. 913-586-7610. My game notes following this 12-8 defeat are brought to you by Jay's Southland Toe Service. Let's see what stands out on my notebook tonight. Yeah, Royals have lost seven of nine. <sighs> Anything worth noting? Anything that uh, mentioned the MJ body language thing? Uh, shout out to Spike and St. Joe and Helen. I tried one of those Southwest Boulevard drinks. Those aren't too bad. Spike, thank you very much. Now, don't think you need to, you know, buy me something when you come out and say hi and craft and draft. You don't. Uh, more times than not, I'm going to refuse it. I appreciate it, uh, but I never had one of those. So, uh, Spike, safe travels. Helen, thanks for letting Spike get me that. I hope you guys, uh, by the way, I'm out there every home game. Every on-deck show, one hour before first pitch, I give you a chance to win Royals tickets. I'll do that again tomorrow. I got a pair of tickets to see the Angels come to town on Father's Day. I don't, you know, Maybe Shohei's on the mound. Uh, maybe Mike Trout's in center field, but I'll have your chance to win those tickets tomorrow. Uh, right around 5.15, 5.10, one hour before first pitch. Come out and join me out at Craft and Draft. I'm out there every single home game before each and every game here on 610 Sports Radio. Also want to shout out our sponsor, Rawhide Harley-Davidson, who's been with us now for years and supporting us for each one of these home games. Rawhide Harley-Davidson, the number one volume Harley dealer in Kansas. So phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. The text line is there as well. The J Southland Tow Service text line, 913 913- 586-7610. Let's head out to Grandview. Talk with CJ. CJ, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, my friend. Uh, I just wanted to uh, tune into your great show. You know what, uh, Vern, uh, I didn't have a bunch of say about the game today. Right. But uh, I really do love the passion, especially from the last two callers, man. Uh, I agree. They kind of said everything that I... I would want to say, but just not 
I, I, I got that Vern level of... You're too cool, CJ. Uh, I, hey, I got that Vern in me, man. I, I listen to like a lot of Vern, man. I'm like, okay, you know, ride, ride the roller coaster. But th- that last lady definitely uh, said what we're feeling. <laughs> she definitely said what we're feeling as fans who are just listening and watching. And, uh, and Vern, I told you that I was not going to go to any games because I was emotional, too. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to a game in May, and um, I'm going to take off work again. And uh, hopefully I can uh, come and uh, uh, meet you in person for the first time. And uh, my daughter definitely uh, knows who you are. Oh, man. Uh, oh, oh, she spoke to you uh, over, over the phone on the radio a few times, yeah. man. Uh, yes, yes, man. So Well, we'll make that happen, co- CJ, man. It would be my honor to meet you. That'd be great. You know what? We still have a great culture. We just want to get more games. And I think, like you say, man, uh, just like winning, we can go over all the stats that I'll call in about. I'll call in about uh, run count and everybody who wants to talk about pitching. That, that aggravates me. Mm-hmm. But you know what my daughter says? She says, yeah, Dad, we need more pitching. <laughs> and I'm, 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 I'm arguing to her, but yeah, but Vern yeah. said we need more run count. So, yeah, yeah, but you know what, though? After listening to the, the, the last two callers, and I'm the third one. Like I'm like, yeah, okay, we do need to go ahead and blow it up, keep Salvi, enjoy Larissa Kane on Saturday. I'm gonna try to uh, make it there that day. But uh, you know, if I don't make it, I'll definitely be uh, tuned in. Yeah, but because uh, the they're passion. gonna carry the whole. They're gonna carry the whole pregame uh, celebration on the Royals radio network, so you'll be able to listen to that right there on your phone or on the radio, the Odyssey app, however you listen to Royals games. The whole Vern, pregame you know ceremony I'm old will have school. it for I'm, you. I'm an I'm a old, old man, Vern. You know I love the old school. <laughs> Just yeah. turn on my, F, yeah, my AM, FM radio my on the 16 Dow and, uh, and just uh, listen. That's my thing, man. And I will be doing that, and, uh, and I'll see you. And... Uh, I just want to uh, say thanks for everything that you guys are doing, and thanks for all the passion from everybody who's just still loves baseball in Kansas City so much that they want to call in and just go off. Because trust me, I, I, I hey, I, I want to go off sometimes too. But you know, I got that cool Vern in me too, so I just got to be cool like this sometimes. Man. Well, and you got so, that voice, that man. I, you, you would never. If I had that voice, you would never hear me yell. It'd just you know be a quiet. It'd be a quiet storm every night, verse, man. My my daughter and her mother, and, uh, my wife, but uh, they love listening to you guys uh, at nighttime, man. Sure. The only time I, I can't take the TV because they're watching like uh, Hulu and stuff. Right. So right. I have to listen to, on 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 the radio, Classic and I pops, find yeah. they, I I see them coming downstairs to listen to the radio with me, <laughs> and uh, and of course uh, Vern's on the radio, man. Uh, but hey, man, the Royals, man, uh, we're gonna get there, man. We're we're, we're gonna do it. Uh, it it's it's it, hey, you know what? This is the beginning, man. Well, we I ain't going anywhere, get- CJ. You know that we're gonna be here uh, until they they climb that mountaintop once again, man. We're gonna I make pre- it, man. Yes, sir. I Burn, appreciate I you dialing this. us I up. Say, gonna- I, 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 I would I say this real quick. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, they're running the bases hard. They're running the bases hard. Okay, they are running the bases hard. That means a lot to me. So when I do turn on my TV and I'll be like, yeah, okay, what's going on? Hey, man, they're trying, man. This is a team that's trying. This is a young team that's trying, man. We do not uh, question their effort like we did a couple years ago. No, this team is trying their behinds off. Let's go! CJ, thanks for the phone call. Uh, yeah, I, I certainly don't disagree. No, no, it, it's not for a lack of effort. I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. You talk about running the bases hard. Not too many guys ran the bases harder than the aforementioned Lorenzo Kane, who will officially retire a Royal tomorrow. I understand you're being uh, upset with this team, being put off by this organization, being unwilling to spend your hard-earned dollar to support this product. I totally get that. But I know you like you know me. And 2014, 2015 were the two greatest years of my professional life and to a certain extent even my personal life. 
Right? Isn't that when I met my wife? Yeah, that's when I met my wife. Of course it is. So I'm I'm not going to be in the press box during the Lorenzo Cain celebration. I'll be uh, elbow to elbow with you guys, cheering for him, thanking him for for giving me that 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 postseason run in 2014, and then the summer of 2015. And if you're still on the fence of, eh, is it really worth it to come out just to thank a guy? and then sit there and watch a two-and-a-half-hour baseball game where the team might lose to the lowly Oakland Athletics. Listen to this from Lorenzo Cain. He was on with Fesco and Kling this Wednesday morning on 610 Sports Radio, and they asked him, what are you expecting on Saturday? Listen to the humility from this soon-to-be Royals Hall of Famer, Lorenzo Cain. Uh, honestly, it's kind of – I think we're just doing a ceremony on the field. You know, I, I'll – it's a good chance I might shed a tear. I don't. I don't know what to expect. I don't know how many people are going to show up. I, I don't know what to expect right now. I'm just kind of going into the moment, um, not not thinking about much. Just more of enjoying the moment. This is this is the first time that I'm going to sit back and just enjoy the moment. And um, I'm, I'm hopefully hopefully it's a great turnout. I'm hopefully hopefully a lot of fans show up. Um, I'm expecting a lot of fans to show up, but. Um, I'm just going into the moment, enjoying it, taking it all in. And um, I know Kansas City, they're going to send me off the right way. You're going to have Johnny Gomes give the introduction speech. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's a, he's a great speaker, let me tell you, <laughs> as you guys have seen. <laughs> no doubt. Well, Lorenzo, this has been fun, my man. I mean, anytime we can talk about that 14 and 15 team, the emotion that you guys have created still to this day, we're looking at a 10th anniversary next year of that 2014 team, which is unbelievable, right? And and wow. and, and I'm looking at the text line right now. I'm crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. I love you, Lorenzo. Thank you for everything. I've got goosebumps. Uh, 2015 was the best summer of my life. I have dirt in my eyes. Love you, Lolo. I mean, like... Just the text line is just coming back alive with Royals baseball. You did something, Lorenzo, that I don't think if you weren't here at that time, you understand what went on here in 14 and 15. The love affair that this town had and still has with that generation of Royals players will never, ever go away. Yes, and I, I agree 100%. And um, like I said, I'm hope, hopefully every single one of those guys retire, retire a Royal because it's it's a it's a special city it's a special place it's a special fan base and i'm just blessed and so proud that i will ever be be a part of something something so great well thank you for all the memories yeah. my friend we appreciate enjoy it. enjoy saturday man you deserve it all right i appreciate you guys it was like a 20 minute conversation i highly recommend you go download that podcast now at the odyssey app or on 610sports.com royals fall to the a's in game one of this three game series final score 12 to 8 we'll get back to your thoughts after this firm's post game show on your home for royals baseball 610 sports radio and the odyssey app hey fans this is mike sweeney and you're listening to the home of the royals 610 sports radio on your home for royals baseball in kansas city 610 sports radio if dozier can get the big hit he has a double already tonight and he'll swing and line it to center field and ruiz goes into a dive and he missed it it'll roll all the way to the wall Quintino scores, Prado scores, Dozier goes into third with a triple. That's Ryan Lefevre on the call, Hunter Dozier's fourth trip to the plate, fourth time reaching base. It's the final time the Royals would put runs on the board. A three-run seventh inning Cuts the deficit to one, nine, eight at the end of seven Royals trailing Oakland. And unfortunately that's as close as they would get. They would ultimately fall by a count of 12 to eight. Josh Taylor would give up two runs in the eighth and Carlos Hernandez gave him one more in the ninth. 913-586-7610 is our phone number. Royals. Uh, Drop game one of this three-game series, two more with the A's, and then the Chicago White Sox come to town for four beginning on Monday night. Let's go to Big T and Shawnee. Big T, go ahead, buddy. Hey, hey, Vern. Yeah, great show tonight, man. I just, man, I got to give a shout-out to everybody with all the passion. I mean, CJ and his family, way to go. Keep tuning in to 610. And and I hope the brass is listening. Are you hearing this, Royals and and everybody in the organization? They're listening. The passion. 
the passion of all the people, they're bringing it. They're bringing it hard and strong, whether they're right or wrong. They still are tuning in to one of the worst years in Royals history. I take my hat off to all the callers and fans who are hanging in there. And, Vern, I want to bring us back to more uh, uh, happier times. And I wonder if you remember this. Riding on a night train, high on Locaine. We love you, Locaine, as always. Let's go, Royals. Yeah, I remember that, Big T. I remember way too many of your phone calls. I remember Danny Duffy with all the right stuffy uh, just things. Uh, yeah, I remember way too much. Uh, you guys, uh, yeah, whatever. Who cares? This team dominates my brain. It's obvious I don't have kids. Maybe I'm neglecting my wife. Um, but yeah, I think about Royals baseball way too much. Way too much. It's probably not healthy, but whatever. I love it. Text line's always there for you. The Jay Southland Tow Service text line. Stefan writing in. Vern, broken record here, but this is a talent and evaluating talent issue. I'm sure they're great kids, but is it possible these guys just aren't good enough? Yeah, and that, that kind of brings me back to my question about why we're always blaming the coaching. I'm not saying all coaches are good, but every, not every, a large majority of big league, NFL, NBA, college coaches that I've been around in in my life, they're all, for the most part, very selfless individuals. Uh, You know, I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning how I think about the Royals way too much. That's all coaches do is how can I make fill-in-the-blank player better? That's their life. You know, it's a teacher's night, right? T- teacher's night at the K tonight. It's a lot like teachers to where once you're older and you're out of high school, out of college, you're like, wow, Miss Namini really did care about me a lot. Man, she was always trying to figure out new ways to connect. Man, Mr. Wallace was an excellent fourth grade teacher, right? You can still remember all of those teachers. You just wish you would have uh, taken advantage of it when you were younger. You know, the, being around your grandparents, whatever it might be, you, 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 you think, boy, what could have been if I would have appreciated what they were trying to do in the moment? It's the same thing with coaching. For the most part, sure, there are some look-at-me self selfish coaches out there. I don't see any of them inside the Royals dugout, but yeah, the, the whole let's blame the hitting coach, let's blame the pitching coach. I mean, they're 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 not purposely, you know, hurting. They're they're trying to get the best out of these young men. But it's a very difficult sport. Most do not succeed. That's why you celebrate when a guy is able to to last 10 years in the big leagues. That's why what Rex Hudler was able to do in his career is so jaw-dropping. That kind of perseverance, most men, women don't have that. Now you look around the big leagues, stories like that, um, you know, there's normally one in every organization where it's just, you're just amazed at the resiliency, at the perseverance, at the mental toughness that it takes to stay in this sport, especially this sport. Earlier after the game, after the 12-8 loss to the A's, I spoke with manager Matt Cotrero and we asked him about the free 90 feet that you guys continue to give away. I mentioned it yesterday by my count. The Royals gave away a free 90 feet 22 times yesterday, 14 times today. Added up, that's 36 times they gave away a free 90 feet. You do that four times, it turns into a run. You do it 36 times, that equals nine runs. The Royals have handed nine runs to the opposition in the past 48 hours. Here's what manager Matt Cotrero had to say about how disappointing that is. Yeah, I mean, disappointing or, you know, we, we don't expect to do that, you know, so that's what's frustrating is that we, I, we know our guys can perform better than that, and they know that. That's the, that's where the frustration comes. It's the internal part. It's not that you're giving it to somebody else, that you're not doing the best 
we're not seeing the best version of ourselves right now. And that's that's what's the frustrating part. Royals and A's game two comes your way tomorrow. 6-10 for the first pitch as Brady Singer climbs back up on that bump. And boy, do we need you once again. Hey, listen, you guys can say whatever you want. I'm excited to watch Brady tomorrow. I love that kid, man. I He's ready to go right now. Brady Singer opposite the lefty Ken Waldachuk. It's a 6-10 first pitch. I'll talk to you at 5 o'clock live from Craft and Draft. Luke Bell, thank you very much for the help back at the studio. Kansas City, great job tonight. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. You've been listening to Vern's Post Game Show. Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did! Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up to date with your boys in blue. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball. Seven strikeout for Daniel Lynch. On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio.